John Cena, you own the two to five-year-olds. Yeah, they love you. But the truth is, and this is going to be difficult, do you know why you'll never be as good as The Rock? Tell me. Because I'm not that talented? Yes, John Cena. Because you're not that talented. Welcome back to Geek Salad episode 109. This is part two, You Can't See to Me, uh, where we're going to cover WrestleMania's 25 through 30. So without further ado, let's get to our program already in progress. So, all right, next up, WrestleMania 25 at the Reliant Stadium in Houston, Texas. Okay, yep, all right, quickly... Bad, the Miss WrestleMania Diva Battle Royal. The winner was Santina Morella. <laughs> yeah. Santino in a dress. Yeah. That never gets old. Yeah, I get nothing. And then uh, Rey Mysterio versus JBL for the Intercontinental Championship. This Again, match was such horse shit. You look at those two names, and it should be good, but it was horrible. 15 seconds. Absolutely it, garbage. JBL it, shooting his mouth off. Ray comes in, hits him with the, the yeah. you know, drops the dime, 619. Mysterio win. was dressed as the Joker. He was this something one, like yeah, that. Yeah, I think he was the Joker. JBL's retirement came after this match. Yep. Um, which, you know, he never had worked a match after this. I mean, he stuck around. Yes. But as an announcer, which I, at this Guy's point... Guy's like a cockroach. Yeah, you can't kill he's him. He's a horrible announcer now. The worst that I've ever really listened to. But he yeah. wasn't always as bad. Um, the send-off, he did, he's the type of guy that they pushed so hard for so many years in the early portion of these 20s. That you kind of wanted to see him walk out of the mania. Yeah. But it was just weird the way they did it. It, it was. And it just, you know what, though? It's fitting for him because you just hear the rumors. He was an absolute, he was a locker room bully. Yeah. He wasn't a leader. He's kind of a jackass, yeah. actually. And that's a, when you always hear, like, the Miz stories. Miz always would tell the stories about how JBL was the biggest prick to him. Yep. And, I mean, yes, Miz was kind of a unique situation coming in as the reality star. Yeah. But, I mean, give the guy a chance, especially when that's his dream. Yeah. Um, JBL was always the type to bury somebody as quick as he could see you. Oh, you're seeing that now with them announcing, especially with the Ascension. Awful. I mean, the Ascension suck. Yeah. But... But they don't have a chance with the way he's announced yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, all right. So, fair to Midland matches here. We got the Money in the Bank, which is uh, CM Punk, Kane, MVP, Shelton Benjamin. La- I think this is the last Shelton Benjamin. Um, yeah. Kofi Kingston, Christian, and Finley. Yeah. With the winner, second year in a row, CM Punk. Kofi's first mania here. Kofi um, is... He is one of those guys that it... Uh, you know, I hate to say this. It's a shame he's black. It is. Because he would have been a world champion five times over if because he was that, white. Vince does not like to push the black man. I don't get it. it but it's brutal. It shouldn't be that way because he's, he's a hard worker. Kofi is over like Rover. Yes. He's the he's getting the kid the kid pops that Cena should be getting. Yeah, yeah. and I mean he had a really first of all, when he debuted, he debuted in ECW as a Jamaican. Nobody knew, nobody thought he was really Jamaican. Nobody believed um, it. Because it was the Saxon yeah. Man. But then I remember, I want to say it was, it might have been later in this year. I think this, so, yeah, it was around this time. He had a great feud going with Randy Orton. Did a awesome spot in Madison Square Garden, um, and he should have been a star. I mean, yeah. He had the looks yeah. of top level babyface at that point. Um, merchandise through the roof if they did it right. It was, again, um, that's, but that's then another Randy issue. Orton belittled him, and yep. he never really got it. On run. air, during a match, yeah. he called the spot on him. Stupid. And it, called it him stupid during a yeah. match. It was bad. Yeah, because he is, again, he is still over. Yeah. He is still probably one of the most over. Even though he's in the New Day, he is still over. No, exactly. Well, I mean, come on. All right. So, uh, next up, 
Fair to Midland. Chris Jericho versus Jimmy Snuka, Roddy Piper, and Ricky Steamboat. The winner being Chris Jericho. Now, he had to beat all three of these guys one after the other after the other. So he first fought Snuka, then he fought Piper, then he fought Steamboat. Go ahead, Mike. I wish it was just Jericho Steamboat. The next month the next at Extreme Rules, which was actually in Providence, they gave them the time, and it was an awesome match. This was the Mickey Rourke show, though. Yeah. Um, Mickey Rourke, who thought, I think this was a legitimate shoot fight going into it. Um, <laughs> he was, just did a movie yeah. that he got nominated for an Oscar for, where the whole thing is like, and well, wrestling doesn't work. He showed up with Frank Shamrock, in case things got out of hand. <laughs> um, it, it was really strange. Funny story that Chris Jericho told that I, I love. Um, Jericho was in the back with Vince before the match started. And he said, um, <laughs> Vince said to him, so what happens if he gets into the ring and he really thinks this is a fight? Like, like we all think he's going to. And he goes, oh, I'll, Vince, like, I'll come out and I'll take the two midgets. <laughs> so, talking about Frank Shamrock, and I, I don't know if it's Frank Trigg or somebody else that was with him. Um, but, I mean, this was just out of place. Um, if, like I said, Snooker and Piper should have been in, Snooker, should have been in Steamboat's corner. God, Snooker didn't wear the man panties yeah. that night. Uh, uh, he just like uh, Piper is is paler than Seamus. Yeah. He doesn't have any original parts left. No, but yeah, it was it was uh, Steamboat Jericho Steamboat say this because Steamboat came to work. Yeah, oh yeah, and Steamboat again, you know, he had a lot of health issues that you know led up to this point, and then he had him again after the point. So this was kind of his final. I don't. It wasn't a run, but his final shot to kind yeah. of shine. And let the younger audience see him, because everybody probably heard about him. Steamboat and Flair was one of the greatest feuds in the history of wrestling. Absolutely. And it's unfortunate that when Steamboat was able to shine, and he was working houses for a while um, on this run with Jericho, uh, because he could work the match. He was road agent, he was on the road, why not? Um, but it should have been Steamboat and Jericho. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, the funny little bit, little bit of trivia about this match. This is the first time since um, WrestleMania 17 that Chris Jericho won a WrestleMania match. Yeah, yeah. Jericho's the is the ultimate company man. Yeah, he's the guy that even to this day, once you start talking about twenty nine, whatever happened there, um, he really was. He came in looking to help business. Yeah, any way that he could. He never fought it. He probably tried to fight it at times, but he was always there when Vince needed. He's him. one of those guys that you know when you read his books, he's he got screwed out of main event paydays because you're in the main event. No, you're not in the main event, but you're the world champion, so we have to dock you the money. Yeah, it's really he was the CM Punk before there was CM. Exactly, Punk. exactly. You stole my analogy. I was going to use it later on. <laughs> Damn it. But, Jericho is always just fun to watch. Though. You know what the funny thing about Jericho too? No one gives him a lot of credit for this. He, you know, just like Kane, guy never gets injured. Yeah. yeah. He takes his time off so he can go pretend to be a rock star with Fozzie, which yeah. is, I, I never thought was a good idea. No, DDP yoga. Yeah. I mean, he, he credits that stuff to the T. Um, you know, sells it like it's his machine. Um, he loves it. It works. It's worked for him. It's kept him young. Um, when he's on the road as much as he is, I mean, this guy's nonstop. Yeah. yeah. Runs a successful podcast. Yeah. Does the uh, Fozzie thing. Does Comes back and works house shows. He just finished a run with WWE when yeah. he just did house shows. Yeah, he's got no interest in coming he's back not, right now. He's but... not in it for the money when he does wrestle. It's truly still a passion to him, and I'll always respect that. Yeah. My favorite build to this match, also, just last thing on this, was when he was calling out Ricky Steamboat. He's like, you're an old man, you're fat, you're bald, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, and, and Steamboat just grabs the mic and goes, you realize that in your book, you got a picture of the two of us together where I'm signing your autograph because yeah. you were my biggest fan, I right? remember <laughs> one of the last Raws before this was in Boston, and they did the fake Piper's Pit thing set yeah. up, and they brought the coconut out. And yeah. I was a huge mark at that point, because <laughs> seeing that happen in front of you was pretty cool. Yeah. God. All right, so next up, Edge versus John Cena versus The Big Show for the World Heavyweight Championship. Hey, what a shock Cena walked out with this yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, the coolest part of this match was the AA to the both of them. Yeah. But I still don't know how Edge got out of Alive when Big Show's fat ass landed the on top land of him. Um, oh, that would any normal man. The sight, the sight of that visual, I mean, whenever he gets Big Show up, it's impressive enough. But right. Yeah. Edge, who's another 240 probably on top of it. Exactly. But insane. this was the start of Super Cena. Yes, this was when... You know, you could beat Cena up for 20 minutes, but then once he clicked, it was like Hogan. Yeah, exactly. Tough. And, um, you know, I didn't mind this match. On paper, it looks terrible. Again, it's unspectacular. Yeah, it's... but again, it's like 
why, you know, Cena's your top guy. Why do you have to keep throwing him a triple threat match? Exactly. It, well, because I, you know, and I've said this before about him. I think he's just stuck in third gear. Yeah. There's yeah. he's never going to be a great wrestler. You know, he's he's earned his spot. Yeah. Don't Again, get me wrong. He has earned his spot. But this match gets lost in the shuffle because of how good Taker Sean was in the pit. Um, and even Jeff and Matt was a great match. Um, but Triple H Orton was really what was built. Um. And Cena that match and, was still, again, that was an anticlimactic yeah, win. Cena and Edge was such a good feud, such a money feud that you could always count on. The Big Show spectacle was, was why it happened, because of probably that AA spot. But it's this match was better than a lot of people give it credit for. Right. You know, I say what you will, but Cena, I can't find myself hating him. No. It, it, it's hard to hate him. I just, I hate Here's what I dislike about Cena, especially when you're getting to stuff like this. First of all, the use of the word underdog. Every match he shows up at at WrestleMania, he is the underdog. And then he pulls shit like this, where he's got 700 pounds on his shoulders, and he's tossing the ball When in the reality, in any of the matches we showed, or we talked about today, which, you know, is the entire Cena era, yeah. then um, he was never really the underdog. No. I mean, he was never. that way, but he never was. He knew he was winning almost yeah. all the time. Exactly. You keep using the word. I don't think it means what you think it means. But his gimmick, what is his gimmick? His gimmick is whatever fits on a t-shirt. The hustle, loyalty, respect. Oh my god. You know what the sick thing is too, and I, I kind of figured this out, because I, you know, it's like, you know when you're going to have a debate with somebody, you already prepare yourself for your crib notes. Um, a friend of mine, Keith, who we're going to talk about in just a little bit, um, you know, he's talking, you know, he's just like, well, you know, it's a, it's a smarky, popular internet thing to hate Cena. That's I don't hate Cena because it's the popular thing to do. I genuinely don't like his character. The problem is, you only sell so much merchandise because he gets all the cool t-shirts. Mm -hmm. The old NES retro shirts, all that old retro stuff, he gets all of that. Kids love him. And I mean, there's really... If I'm a parent, I want my kids to love him. Yeah. Because he's a he's a respectable guy. He never never cheats to win. Right. Um, in the, well, the not, not anymore now. Yeah, at this point well, he doesn't. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a type of guy that you don't have a problem if your kid looks up to. Yeah. Right. You can't say that about everybody that we talk As about. As a human being, he is a fantastic human being. Yeah. yeah. You know, in terms of the, the Make-A-Wish Foundation. I, I, I that's why and, I can't really hate him. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't really like all of his matches, but... At the end of the day, I see him, he wrestles, he pulls his stuff off, and yeah. then, you know what? He's had great matches I, I in his life. Um, I but mean, I'm a, you know, but I'm a Mark in a lot of ways, yeah. and I'm a wrestling fan. I'm a lifelong wrestling fan, and that's what stops me. I've, I was never a Hulk Hogan fan. As a kid, I was all savage. I was never a Hogan fan. Cena is, as you said Mike earlier, Mike, he's Hogan. Yeah, he's, he's Hulk Hogan 2.0. And, I mean, we're slowly, as we're watching the internet community slowly, you know, for lack of a better term, shit all over Hogan 3.0 being built in yep. front of our very own eyes right now. It's The, the problem I, I have with Cena is not his match quality. For the majority, most of them have been good. Yep. They're not all, that credit to him because he works with good workers. But the fact that he's been forced down our throat for so long yeah. with yeah. the same gimmick. Yeah. You know, most yep. of these, Hogan still, Hogan was rejuvenated by what? In the 90s, the NWO. In the NWO, yeah. Um, because he was willing to take that chance. I think where Vince missed out on this entire Cena thing is I know he ended, I know how much he does the merchandise. I know how the Make-A-Wish is big. I've seen heels do Make-A-Wish. Yeah. Because you see it all I the time. I see Orton do it you all the time. You see Bray Wyatt do a Make-A-Wish. <laughs> You're not gonna do, but there's gonna. What dying kid? Yeah. At, I want to have. I want to have the eater of worlds yeah. be my <laughs> yeah. last. The last thing I see in this planet. So if you have Cena <laughs> as the top heel, whoever his top babyface is is now going to those make a wishes. Yep. So it's it's and then you might have two big. Stars. It's impossible to build business and build the industry when it's just him. Yeah. And I, he's always been the main event. We're gonna get into this too when we talk about CM Punk a little more. Yeah. But Cena's Captain America. Cena's yeah. captain, yeah, exactly, Basically. exactly. So, um, and you you had alluded to, but let's talk just quickly about the Triple H Randy Orton WWE Championship match. <laughs> and again, it's Triple H and or Randy Orton and or John Cena. The build to this was so hot and cold; it was crazy. I mean, you had something as good as the segment when um, Orton RKO'd Stephanie and then pretty much dry humped her dead body in the yep. middle of the ring. To the next week when Triple H broke into Orton's house with his fake wife and <laughs> beat him beat him up on his front lawn. It right. was like 
such a cheesy thing to do. We saw that happen with Austin and Pillman back yeah. in the day. We don't have to see that again. Um, oh, it oh. just it was such a forced feud. When you know we, we these saw, guys have feuded in the past. No, yeah, we saw that do we saw that happen with uh, Triple H and Vince McMahon back in the uh, yeah. WWE generation. I mean, it, it's yeah. just it's it's something that you know this could have been built a hundred times better. And, and with some of the things, it was great, but it was just it stuck out like a sore thumb at times, and it was overbooked. Yeah. So, all right, for best matches, we've got Jeff Hardy versus Matt Hardy, with the surprise winner being Matt Hardy. Yeah. I was shocked because I'm I'm convinced that. Jeff Hardy has photos of Vince McMahon because there is no way Matt Hardy couldn't have been the bigger star of those two. Yeah, I mean, um, when you look at this match again, they had a really good second match, but this was a really good... Nobody had seen these two wrestle. No. Everybody wanted to see these two wrestle because we knew they worked good together, but this was like the new school mega powers imploding. Yeah. It was like the two tag wrestlers that always worked good together now having their feud. I remember at the Rumble when Matt did the turn, it was fantastic. Yeah. And I am a staunch Matt Hardy hater, uh, but I thought that he was fantastic I, in this feud. See, that's the thing. I love Matt Hardy. Yeah. I never thought Matt Hardy got his due. Back in back in 2003, when the V1, the Matt Hardy version 1.0, Stuff was around. I was at the Royal Rumble match. I'm like, I'm buying a V1 shirt. Nope. Can't buy those anywhere. But, um... You can buy one of these 35 Kurt Angle shirts. Oh, exactly. Oh, no, actually, the big shirt is like, okay, well, if I can't get that, I'll get a Benoit shirt. The only way I can get a Benoit shirt is if I had it with Triple H and Scott Steiner's faces on it. Oh, yeah. Fuck that. And the ironic thing, that'd be worth a lot of money today. I'm (laughs) shocked. Well, considering that one of them's dead, the other one's, you know, a couple of them work for the company... And then there is possibly one of the greatest matches in the history of WrestleMania, Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels. Yeah. I love this match so much because these two just get it. Their chemistry's there. Everything's laid out. Well, As I'm, you watch, no one's more believable to beat Undertaker than, you know, Shawn WrestleMania. Michael. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, going up to this match, they had a number of matches, and Shawn Michaels had always won. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Every single time. I mean, he eked out. He survived matches. Yeah. The Hell in a Cell, where they introduced Kane, he survived that yeah. match. And a lot of people hate the um, the way that they built this as kind of good versus evil. Right. But I thought it was awesome. I think that the build, oh, yeah. you know, Shawn is all white when he's, he's ascending down from heaven. Yeah. I thought that was a really cool visual, and well, they were outside. And again, it's a guy who can actually pull off being a dick heel when he needs to be yeah. a dick heel. Yeah. Hmm. Just two years ago, he was tag-teaming with God. Yeah. And now he's, you know, wrestling The Undertaker and, and you know, coming down from the heavens. Yeah. It's, it was just, it was fantastic. Everything about this was good. Um, we, we luckily had JR in commentary for this. Yeah. Thank God. It would not have been as good if it wasn't him. No. Um, yeah. Because Absolutely. JR was just, he made everything better. Yeah. Um, but this match, you know, the near falls were believable from the from the jump. Um, this was such a good match. Yeah. And, I mean, they, they were both. They were just they were both working their asses. They yeah. I mean, brought their A game. They, I mean, there is not a there is not a, a bad move in it. No. in a bunch right. in that one. And I mean, you start. This was really the the second of what I think was six straight great taker matches. Yep. Um, and I was by I think the best one. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah this is I think yeah. Next year's it, maybe for, notwithstanding. For, for me, it's 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 a toss up between this one. And the next year's one. Yeah. The thing is, is so also, good. both of these guys have pulled back their work schedules to the yeah. point where they were essentially yeah. part-timers. Yeah. And the unfortunate thing is, why I tend to lead this way is the fact that this was the one that, you know, even though we all knew the Taker was going to win, I could convince myself that he wasn't going to when you were right. watching the match. Mm. The next year, you couldn't do that because you knew Sean had one foot out the door. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So next up, WrestleMania 26 at the University of Phoenix Stadium in Phoenix, Arizona. All right, the worst. Oh man, it pains me to put him in this category. Bret Hart versus Vince McMahon. Horrible. What a fucking this mm. this match alone is again the cash register with the dollar bills growing wings. It's you know Vince was really good at knowing how to use himself, taking a beating to make himself money. Yeah. And I mean, but and Bret. The way I see this match is if Brett can't even work a 10-minute match, yeah. then why even do it? I remember the build-up to this match where Brett came back and he, he had the you know the big blow-off apology with Sean. And I'm looking at these two guys in the ring and I'm like, 
Bret Hart looks fantastic. Shawn Michaels looks like shit. Bret Hart had a stroke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then the deterioration of Bret, every time you saw him, he looked worse. It was like that was the moment that he was clear. He was able to actually live yep. his life again. Yeah. And it was a great story, but they didn't have to have this match. And this match was this match was awful. It was overbooked like crazy, especially insane. when they brought out every single member, surviving member of the Hart family. Yeah. The crazy thing is, until thirty, when when Tyson Kidd was in the Battle Royal, this was Tyson Kidd's mania moment. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. Well, Davey, that's back when he was with the new British Bulldogs. Yeah, Davy Boy's kid was in this, who's now a great worker, but he was raw as hell at this point. Yeah. But I mean, Gary Hart with his son with his glasses on. Yeah. It was just so overbooked. One of the Hart wives or daughters, I don't remember who, but she had like she came out like an '80s valet. Yeah. She never. She had her hand on her hip the entire time and never once removed it. Yeah, and then the the start of the match was that they all had been bought off by Vince yeah. and we're going to turn on Brett. It's like, how stupid do you think we are? Right. This is not what's going to happen. Yeah. Why would we care? What are you, what's you buying them out going to do except to embarrass Brett again? But I guarantee that Vince paid himself and Brett got main event yeah. pay for this oh, yeah. match. Yeah. No doubt about it. No doubt about that. All right. I, so I don't think Brett would have done it if not for getting them. Main event oh, he would have, yeah, they would have paid him no matter what, but yeah. this is main event money, and we're going to, going forward, you're going to hear the term main event money quite a bit, so, alright, and then another worst match, the 10 Diva Tag Team match, the winner was Vicky Guerrero. Who was even in this? Who the fuck cares? Who cares? Yeah. Like, it was just, I mean, just winner Vicky Guerrero, I don't even want to talk about I it. I just feel bad, I feel so bad for Vicky Guerrero, because you know she's just doing it to feed her kids. And the thing is, the way it started, when she came into the WWE as a character, it was because Vince was making her work off what she was paying, what he was paying her anyways. Right. How despicable is that? But then over time, she became a great heel. Yeah. She was awesome. Like, she was detestable. She was the person that you loved to boo, and I mean, there were no more genuine reactions uh, that entire run of Vicky Guerrero than when she was standing there yelling, excuse me, yeah. and the entire crowd wanted to destroy her. Yeah. And it was, I mean, she was so good at her role that, you know, I don't know, I never want to see her wrestle, but yeah. she who, she grew into it very who well. Who was it that, like, that like, sat her down walked up, and just started insulting her right to her face? Um, well, I know The Rock had an epic Yes, one that was The Rock. Yeah, that was yeah. the one. Yeah. Of course, it's The Rock. <laughs> the Rock just came out and just said, you are a heart yeah. and terrible human being. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, in Fair to Midland, we've got uh, Show Miz, which is Big Show and Miz, uh, versus John Morrison and R-Truth for the Unified Tag Team Championship, winner being Show Miz. Show Miz was awesome. They yeah. were great. Big Show were great comedy tag teams. Yeah. And he did. He had a great tag team run with Jericho. Um, he had the great tag team run with Miz. I mean... Here's a guy who could have a great tag team with Billy Gunn. Exactly. When they were the yeah. Shoguns, they were hilarious. Yeah. But to be the Miz and for him to turn a corner here, um, ha learning from a guy as professional as the Big Show yeah. was an intelligent move. Yeah. Um, I mean, Morrison and R-Truth and Morrison and R-Truth, but... Um, our truth. I, I love Morrison. Our truth makes me laugh, but that's not not how I respect the <laughs> wrestler. Um, but I mean, Show Miz worked great, and it elevated Miz. It helped elevate Miz to the next level. Yeah, that saw. absolutely. I, I, I kind of still see Miz as just a comedy wrestler. Yeah, I mean, he's Miz is a great tag team wrestler. He had a good tag team with Morrison. Yeah. The thing with the stuff that's been going on with Sandow has been fantastic. Right. Yeah. Um, but usually when they put Miz in a top spot, they immediately get buyer's remorse for, from yeah. it. Yeah. No matter whether or not he's done anything. Great heel. Um, would never oh, absolutely. Get over as a baby face, but um, really good heel. He can he can get a crowd to boo him, and, and that's not not what everybody can do. So. Right. Yeah. So next up, uh, we've got Randy Orton versus Ted DiBiase Jr. versus Cody Rhodes. Uh, the winner being Randy Orton. Um, I'll put this the way that Scott Keith put it when he reviewed this match. DiBiase and um, Rhodes looked like the jobbiest bunch of jobbers who ever jobbed. It should have just been a handicap match. Yeah. so bad. That was basically the effect. Um, they started off with DiBiase and Cody teaming on, on Orton. Um, now, this was Cody's first real Mania appearance. Um, I think Cody's a very underrated worker. I love Cody Rhodes. Um, but, I mean, as you watch this, it was like, this is just not where Orton should be used. No. No. I don't, I don't like Cody Rhodes, but I think he gets saddled with so many crap gimmicks. 
Well, talks. you know, the thing is, I think the Stardust gimmick worked because du- uh, Dustin pulled that off it for did. so long. It was such a good, intelligent way to eventually do the split, because now he never wanted to buy into his brother's crap, right. but then when he finally did, he was the one that was more of the character. I think that they're butchering the hell out of that right now. Right. Um, and it could be done a hundred times better, but I liked where they were going with it. And the thing that I can say about Cody is no matter what they've given him and as shitty as they, some of them have been, he's taken the ball and run with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, you know, with the mask on, <clears throat> everything they had yeah, him do. Yeah, mask was... Um, he did a really good job with everything they ever gave him, and that is why he's still employed. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Uh, other than the fact that, that he's Dusty's kid. Right. But I really do think he's a good worker. No, you don't he's see, absolutely You don't see guys, like, look at DiBiase. He's gone. Where the hell is he now? Um, that was a guy they never even know how to give a gimmick to. So. The, the issue with, with, with Davey Hossie was the fact that they didn't want to give him his old man's gimmick. Yeah. yeah. And by the time they finally decided to do it, he had, he was already done. Yeah. yeah. And, they, you know, they're dealing with that right now with Curtis Axel. Mm-hmm. Curtis Axel should have been immediately just gone in with the, the Mr. Perfect gimmick. Yeah. But some idiot with their old school wrestling mentality is like, you haven't earned your spot and yet. Curtis you haven't Axel, earned your name. Curtis Axel's playing himself into a media, something at media this year. Going to be the uh, the Andre. Yeah, and Hogan will come in and probably maybe throw a punch this year. Because as I, I just watched from Raw last night, he's literally cutting promos in front of an American flag. Yeah. With Axel Mania. It's, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, he's a talented worker that can't talk. That's a great scenario with Cody because, I mean, they're, they're very similar in the career path. Right. I've seen Cody Rhodes do a, a moonsault off the top of a cage match. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that, yeah. I mean,. That takes kids got like he's never going to be their world champion, but he is going to be a serviceable. He did a backwards moonsault. He's going to be a serviceable company man. Great worker. All right, money in the bank. Now I might be off on a couple of the names of the guys here, so if you please help me out, if I can't even think about it. Jack Swagger, Christian, Matt Hardy, Matt Bourne. Those are the only names I had. It was it was a very passable. Uh, money in the Bank. It was the last Money in the Bank that was on Mania, it, right? It killed Money in the Bank for Mania because um, they gave it to Swagger. I remember Swagger was kind of a surprising win on this one. Um, this is what Mania twenty six here. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like Jack Swagger a lot. I still do, but he's another one that just kind of he's never going to get past the mid card, and yeah. it felt forced at this point. I don't think that he was truly ready for it. He wasn't ready for the world world title. He won the title he yeah. pretty quick after this too. Um, now, in, in looking this up, other members of this match were this is actually a big one. Um, so we had Swagger, Christian, Matt Hardy, Kane, Drew McIntyre, no. Kofi Kingston, Dolph Ziggler, Shelton. Actually, this was Shelton was still around. Really? Um, wow. MVP and Bourne. Jesus. Um, so I mean, Dolph's really his first mania was here. Um, this match was a Money in the Bank that only went like twelve minutes. Yeah. Um, it's something that... Minutes with that many people? Yeah, yeah. just kind of throwing it. was like the third match of the show. Just get it over with. Um, this was a packed show. Yeah. And part of it is I think they definitely wanted to give um, Sean and Taker as much time as they needed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So... Because, and then the other thing that we didn't really talk about with 25 is the death spot that Triple H and Orton were put in. Yeah. Trying to follow um, Sean and Taker, and they actually got it right this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, next up, Fair to Midland. We got Triple H versus Sheamus, the winner being Triple H. It's a nothing match. Um, honestly, it could have just gone over. He could have put Sheamus over. It should have been, because Sheamus was put over the next month, and then Triple, Triple H was off TV for a little while. That should have happened at this. It yeah. would have made Sheamus the monster heel that they're still trying to figure out how to do, and that's going to be coming in the next couple months in real time. Um, it didn't have to happen. Yeah. The the thing is, Sheamus is so lucky. He's Triple H's boy. Yeah, he spots him at the Sheamus gym. Sheamus is that guy that they've kept as a babyface for too long. He's a money heel. He, I think he's going to be a great heel. heel. Yeah. I think as we leave this year's Mania, I wouldn't be shocked if Sheamus ends up being positioned as the the next challenger to reign when the when the crown is put on him. Um, Sheamus is is a great great worker. Um, yeah. Babyface Sheamus is not good, but he doesn't have bad matches. Right. He was still getting into the into the role of things at this point, but Triple H going over it did nothing for anybody. No. No. Yeah. Next up, CM Punk versus Rey Mysterio. Um, I pretty much put this in fair to Midland only because the wrong guy went over. Yeah, I mean the Straight Edge Society was phenomenal. Um it, it was didn't last so, nearly long it enough. It was so edgy. Um he mm. pretty much thought he was God the entire time he was doing it. I mean, genuine heel heat on the on the house show circuit 
You don't see that now. No. That doesn't happen. And this is at the point when when CM Punk was able to prove he could be an absolute yeah. dick. Yeah. And if anybody can ever, you know, get a shot, look up when he sings Happy Birthday to Rey Mysterio's young daughter. Yeah. It is one of the creepiest things you'll ever see. And it really was so money to get this feud off the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, Ray, I believe Ray had to join the Shredded Society if he won this. Yeah. So no one ever thought he was going to win. Yeah. Um, I think the next month they did hair versus mask or something like that. And they shaved. Yeah, and they Punk shaved hair. Punk bald. Um, Again, another, another. it was a program that, that Punk should have gone over in, but didn't. It was Punk leading a cult. Yeah. It was awesome. It didn't have the shelf life. Doc Gallows is a great worker. Um, he's a New Japan Tag Champion now. Really? Um, I mean, Doc Ellis was great. That Serena Deeb was good. The beauty with Serena was, and I only remember this because Brian Alvarez had it on um, Figure Four, was he was just like, every time I see Serena, and God help me for saying this, but she's got the biggest tits I have ever seen. Because <laughs> all of them wore like these these just these plain white T-shirts. Yeah, and she was bald. And she, she was, was bald. Yeah. So that's all you could see. It's, yeah. She was she was Punk's little cult girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, but what a great heel. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh, but this yeah. is again, this is this is the problem with CM Punk. CM Punk is the guy that you could have sold your business on. Yeah. Because, you know, and, and Jim, who couldn't be with here with us again tonight, mentions you want to heal as your champion. Yeah. You want the face chasing because that way you make more money. This is a guy that was champion face and and heel, made a ton of money. Never got the respect. He never, deserved. never no. did. Never. This was kind of the the start of him getting singles matches at Mania. Yeah. Eight minutes at a, at a time. Yeah. Nine minutes at a time. No. Nothing that ever really gave him the chance to shine and get over to that next level he needed. To yeah. Play. Was it Vince that was holding him down? Or was Triple H that was holding him I, down? I really do think it was more Triple H, but at this point, Vince was in much more control. Yeah. I think Vince was just like, I'm not letting that indie worker Vince, get over. This was the the pride of of SmackDown at this point. Because they let him run with a gimmick that they would have never let him run in the current era. Right. Because they let he got away with so much more running this gimmick on SmackDown than he ever would on Raw. Right. Yeah. So, next up, we've got uh, John Cena versus Batista for the WWE Championship. Yeah, I could go without this one. Eh, I just never liked these two together, and I should have. Well, they should have had great chemistry yeah. together because they came up together, but nah. They were the the yin to each other's yang when they first came up, and and um, they just didn't it didn't fit. So we are running really long, so we're gonna we need to do a little more blowing through some stuff mm-hmm. here. So for the best, Edge versus Jericho, uh, World Heavyweight Champion. Winner was Chris Jericho. I was fucking shocked. Yeah, Edge won the Rumble. Yeah, coming into this, and then Jericho ended up winning the title at uh, Elimination Chamber. Yes, because Sean came up from under the ring and super kicked Taker. Yeah, um, Taker had a good run with the belt leading into that. Um, you know, this was a good match. Um, Edge and Jericho had great chemistry together. They were a tag team for a little bit there. Um, I thought this Edge was slightly out of shape coming out of the surgery on this. He looked like shit. Um, <laughs> but I mean, Edge was such a good worker; he could, you know. Yeah, it was a anybody. very good match, mm-hmm. and, and Jericho can work with anybody. Yeah, yeah, so good. And then, I mean, really, what do we say about Sean versus Taker? Yeah, Sean actually respects the retirement stipulation. Yeah. He hasn't wrestled yeah. since. You know, so much respect for him. I and mean, the rumors came out last year that he was they were trying to woo him to work with Brian. But he respect Taker too much to do it, and I'll always yeah. respect that. The only uh, the only time he'll if if Taker retire if, when Taker retires, you might see him come back. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I just loved at the end of that match, um, you know, Taker has him down. He's like, stay down. Yeah. And and you know, Sean just climbs up and says, you know, take he me. He does out. the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And he just. Just, him down. just like, just like Flair, just, yeah. just put me out of my misery. He wanted to go out the same way as Flair. Yeah, and, and, then, then, and then, you know, after afterwards, Taker helps him up and shakes his hand. They yeah. did a great job though, and they, you know, they did the right thing. They yeah. closed the show out with it. Yeah, yeah. no one was going to follow that. No, you couldn't. I, it. I still like we discussed earlier. I prefer the one at twenty five, but yeah, I have no problem with any of them. Historically, yeah. it's a better match. Yeah, yeah. All right, WrestleMania 27 at the Georgia Dome in Atlanta, Georgia. The Atlanta Rock GA. Show. Oh yeah. The Rock hosted this. Came out, cut a lengthy promo. 
and then did nothing t- until the end of the show. This show was full of garbage. This is a lot of garbage. Uh, we'll start off with um, Kane, Big Show, Santino, and Kofi Kingston versus The Core. The Core was the worst stable of all time. No heat, no Wade steam. Wade Barrett, Ezekiel Jackson, Heath Slater, and Justin Gabriel. Uh, the Rumble was in Boston this year, too. And when the core music played, you didn't even know who the hell they were. Right. Um, the new Nexus was being led by Punk, um, who was in, in the middle of a feud with Orton that we'll talk about in a bit. But, I mean, the core sucked. This match was, like, three minutes long. It, it's awful. Yeah, Santino got over, you know. Yeah. Uh, Michael Cole versus Jerry the King Lawler. You had uh, Jack Swagger, who was teaching Cole how to wrestle. <laughs> and then you had Stone Cold, who was the special guest referee, right? Yeah. I believe. Yeah. Um, Cole won, didn't he? No, Waller actually won, but... Oh, Cole, it got reversed. Yeah, it got That's reversed. Right. Cole, first of all, I remember reading Chris Jericho's Twitter feed, and he's like, Michael Cole has got to talk to somebody about those tattoos. Yeah, they Michael look like the, tattoos. Yeah, they, they're, seriously, it's the worst selection and worst placement of tattoos I've ever seen on an adult, ever. Yeah, awful. This is just a shitty match. It was like 14 minutes to... It went... Yeah, it went I mean, wrong. when we look at these two people... We're talking about Mania Paydays for Ezekiel Jackson, last match. Yep. Um, Heath Slater. Yep. Jerry King Lawler yep. as a wrestler. Michael Cole Michael as a Cole, wrestler. And then we're going to roll into the next match. Yeah, which is John Morrison, Trish Stratus, and Snooki. Snooki, who actually wasn't nearly as bad as I thought she no. would be. Versus Dolph still, Ziggler, Layla, and Michelle McCool. Snooki got a WrestleMania payday. WrestleMania, yeah. Now, but you're right. She wasn't that bad, but it's not enough taking this no, match out of, no, t- out of shitty them. There had to have been another diva that deserved this spot, and Trish wasn't even full-time. She was just uh Yeah, she just showed up for point. it. Yeah. And I'm proud to say that I think Snooki's 15 minutes of fame are long. Oh, God, yeah. Nobody's talking about Snooki anymore. No, they're not. All right, so for Fair to Midland, we've got Edge versus Alberto Del Rio. Edge's world- last match. Heavyweight championship, yeah. Um, they honestly... I, I thought they made the, the reason why I put this in fair to Midland. They made the wrong decision. They did. should have been Del Rio. They and the thing is, this gives you a ton of doubt because Del Rio was definitely supposed to win this. Yeah. But they found out it was Edge's last match, so Edge got to go out on top. Yeah. But why the hell did they even let him work with that neck that he the had? Pro- he could have died in this match. There's a lot of issues with this. First of all, it's the last time they actually took the World Heavyweight Championship seriously, even though it opened the show. Yeah. Which is a bad sign. It, oh, yeah. Never have your big title jerk the curtain. It ended with Edge and Christian just destroying Del Rio's car. Right. Um, Del Rio never really got his steam back after this. No, and the other issue was, too, is that after Edge retired, they did the sympathy win with Christian, which went into this horrific bullshit thing with him and Randy Orton. Yeah. yeah. Chris, uh, like, Christian held the belt for three days. Yeah. Randy Orton beat him, which he had no reason to beat him. This, this title was beneath him at this point. This match could have been so much better than it was, but again, Edge was one bad step from being a full-blown cripple. Right. Yeah. All right, then we got Cody Rhodes versus Rey Mysterio. Masked um, Cody. Again, he put over Cody. Rey put over Cody, he wouldn't put over Punk. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is, is Cody had so much respect in the back, I think, because of who his father was yeah. and how professional he is. Um, I didn't think this match was that bad. It was definitely a middle ground because it just didn't get the time. I remember the mask was the big thing because Ray had kicked him and broke his nose. Yeah. So he wore that clear mask that didn't hide anything. Pretty boy Cody, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it is what it was. And then we get uh, John Cena versus The Miz for the WWE Championship. This match was horseshit. It was horrible. I give Miz a ton of credit because he was legitimately knocked out cold about five to ten minutes into the match. And continued to work, and again, now you've got John Cena calling every spot with you when you can barely see straight. Right. Um, and, I mean, it was just a bullshit finish that we all should have seen coming um, with The Rock getting himself involved. And The Miz walked out of WrestleMania just as, champion, as he walked yeah. in as champion. The, issue, the other issue with this match had nothing to do with The Miz. This was a, this was Cena-Rock yep. from the moment they announced The Rock was showing up. I mean, they cut the promo that he did with... Where he did the he filmed that thing where he's talking to that little kid dressed up as John Cena is yeah. possibly one of the funniest things The Rock ever did. Yeah. Because when The Rock wants to play Dick Heel, he's oh. the best Dick Heel in the world. Abracadabra, yabba dabba. Hustle, loyalty, respect, and fruity pebbles. 
Yes! Yeah, I know. This is your favorite. I know. Hustle, loyalty, respect, all that hot garbage that you say. It doesn't matter. Because here, look. look. <gasps> There's your hero, Fred Flintstone. That's your guy right there. Look. Fruity Pebbles, vitamin D. Big for your muscles. Right there's a dream. You'll never have muscles like The Rock, but you can try one day. That's what heaven looks like. And I remember the Miz's entrance to this was really cool. They showed him... Um, he had the... Um... He had the inflatable awesome. Yeah, and he they showed like a had a video package with like a Puff Daddy song yeah. about him like when he was on the real world. It was a really cool build and it made him look like a legitimate star for yeah. the last time ever. But that that yeah, that was the issue, it was the last time. The Rock the Rock is awesome whenever he does yeah. heal or face. Yeah. He's the Rock. So next up we've got for the best matches, Randy Orton versus CM Punk. Uh, the winner was Randy Orton again. I got a you got a question that finish. I mean, Punk was the the heel, but Orton wasn't universally loved, so you could have easily had Punk win it, even if it was a screw job. Right. Um. Again, didn't get enough time. I no. remember the end of this match was awesome. Punk springboarded off the apron into and a got RKO, the RKO, and, and the timing was just beautiful. It worked great. Well, this was the debut, I think, of the out of nowhere RKO. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> and um, and, and it, now it's on uh, the, the vinyl. On, I think yeah. the only time he used it before this was with Evan Bourne on a um, uh, how show? On a, no, on some, it was a Raw, but it oh. was it, admissible. This was the biggest use of it. All right, and then we've got Triple H versus the Undertaker. Um, this was an awesome match only yeah. because they beat the. Fucking this match shit was out of so good. Um, they beat the crap out of each other. I mean, no, this no, was not the, quite on the Shawn Michaels Undertaker no, match. No, but but I will say when he tombstone Taker, I thought it was it. Yep, mm. I thought the streak was done. Taker looked like hell at this point because he did work a stiff match. Um, I thought, and then when, he was the one who was escorted. He won, but yeah. he was the one who legitimately yeah, walk out they of the put match. him on the yeah. cart and wheeled his ass out of there. Yeah. Um, this was the last long-haired Taker match. Oh god, mm. long-haired Taker was dead after this. Ah, I wish he'd bring that back. He looks like a, <laughs> I'm sorry, the guy looks like an idiot with yeah. that mohawk. So I mean, Triple H, uh, I'll always remember Triple H nailed the um, tombstone perfectly, yeah. Yeah. stuck his tongue out, thought it was it. Yeah. Um, I was fooled. Fantastic. It, I mean. Just all around great match, though. Yeah, fantastic. All right, so next up we got WrestleMania 28, the Sunlight Stadium in Miami, Florida. The Rock Show continues. Yes, exactly. This is the one where uh, Rock actually they set this match the next night. Uh, Rock versus Cena, a year out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's all this match this, this show is about. Yeah, no, this, this was this was um, Cena coming in off of a just a horrible feud with Kane when he had to erase the hate. Um, embrace the hate. I'm embrace sorry. the hate. And I mean, and we, when we start looking at the bad matches here, we're starting to talk about good workers. But we're talking about great workers who just strapped with shitty stuff. We'll open up the show with Daniel Bryan versus Sheamus for the World Heavyweight Championship, which lasted all of 18 seconds. Now, this match was so offensive. Now, yeah. the year before, they, they were supposed to be on the main show for the U.S. title, right. but they got pushed to the pre show once they timed it out. They both had massive chips on their shoulders, and they said they'd be back next year. They got their wish. They got back together. Um, Brian got his block knocked off because he was too enamored with AJ Lee, which I don't blame him. Yep. But it happened. It happened, and it was what it was. Ultimately, the end of this match made Daniel Bryan a star. Yeah. Because the crowd got behind him that next night on Raw, and, you know. The yes movement. The yes movement truly began this night. Yeah. Then we got Randy Orton versus Kane again. First of all, why did Kane go over? This is another one of those that they did it as a surprise. Yeah. Everybody thought Orton was going to win. I mean, why wouldn't you? Right. But Kane gets the Duke for what reason? None. I mean, it was it was evil Kane. What, what are the, that's not corporate Kane. It's, uh, it's yeah, demonic it's Kane. Or Kane with a mask. Brutal. So then we got Kelly Kelly versus and Maria Menounos from E! Uh, versus Beth Phoenix and Eve. Yeah, Maria and Let's not talk Kelly about Kelly, Kelly, yeah. Real quick, Maria thought it was smart to wear white pants during this no, and funny. got makeup smeared right on her ass about five minutes in, <laughs> so everybody thought she should have pants. Yeah. <laughs> well, they gave her that Z-pack beforehand. Yeah, so. exactly. All right, so next up in Fair to Midland, Cody Rhodes versus the Big Show for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Big Show finally won his first singles match yes. at WrestleMania. and I remember the build to this was Cody making fun of him for him being a joker. The blooper reel is is why this is in Fair to Midland instead yeah. of Best of. And it wasn't terrible. Um, no. These two worked a decent match. Big Show, for some reason, had to win the Intercontinental title. 
He lost the next month because of the table match, and he stepped through the table. His big dumbass. Yep, dummy. Then we got uh, Hell in a Cell, Triple H versus Undertaker. Now, you and I discussed this match. You didn't see this one live. You had a friend who went. Yeah, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah, (laughs) you watch this match, and it's awesome to the TV viewer. I would have been real confused by it as the in the in the live attendance, right? um, Because it was so storyline based. It was so soap opera esque. You had to hear their conversation. The ring was so heavily mic'd. I don't know what the fuck Shawn Michaels was doing in that match because he was in a corner crying. Yeah, and it wasn't Triple H's career wasn't on the line. Um, they were just, it was the end of an era. Yeah. Um, yeah. Taker came out to Johnny Cash. Triple H came out to Metallica, which you'll never hear again because Metallica cost too much. Um, <laughs> the the match was awesome to watch on TV, but again, I don't know if it would have been as good live. No. No. So, I mean, first of all, you have the horrible views of a Hell in a Cell. Yeah. And then you got a very storyline-driven match. So... so. And then you got... Yeah, I, I, thought, I thought as a match, I thought it was a really good I match. It was really good. It's, it's very good. It's a good match, yeah. But again, it's just one of those things that if you're... You, you watch it on TV, or you watch it on the network. You you didn't see it live. Yeah. And that's kind of... There, there was that perspective where at some point it's like... And there were a lot of holes. You could drive a truck through a lot of the pauses yeah. in that match. Yeah. And unlike, you know, other... You know, like anything else with Sean and Trips versus, versus The Undertaker, they were good, solid, speedy matches. Yeah. This is the worst of the four. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So next up is the Raw versus SmackDown for the general manager battle. Um, Miz, Mark Henry, Dolph Ziggler, David Otunga, Jack Swagger, and Drew McIntyre versus Santino, Kali, R-Truth, Kofi Kingston, Booker T, and Zack Ryder. David well, Otunga, that's all I have David to say. Otunga, yeah, exactly. With, 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 a, with a lineup like the SmackDown's guy... How could you not win? The, they, <laughs> the, the, you know what? I'll give them this. They kept the slugs out of the match as long as possible. David Otunga never actually worked. Them, yeah. Never got tagged in. It was mm-hmm. over who would now control both shows, right? Right. Laurinaitis versus yeah. Teddy Long. It was the. It was the. It was better than it had any right to be, and that's yeah. not to say it was any good. No, but they gave guys that deserved to work the good spots. Dolph mm. was heavily involved. Yeah. Um, Kofi was heavily involved at times. Booker T, for some reason, was in the match. I don't even think he was full-time worker at that point. No. Um, mm. But, you know, this match, you got a lot of guys a payday. And yeah. that's the one thing I can give it. Absolutely. Yeah. And then finally, in the Fair to Midland, Rock versus John Cena. Um, it wasn't bad. It wasn't a bad match. I mean, the thing is, The Rock... For a guy who had legitimately wrestled, he wrestled once in seven or eight years. He put he put on a he yeah. put on yeah. a clinic. These yeah. two were good um, together. They weren't great together. Um, I don't think Rock was. I don't know. I mean, it's tough for Rock to come in and have a great match at this right. point, especially with Cena. Mm. I think you throw a Rock in here with like a Punk or a, a Triple H, even that yeah. you worked with before. It's a lot different. Mm. Um, but it wasn't bad. It's just with. For years, hype it, it didn't deserve. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. no, exactly. Um, there is one great match in this entire show. Yes, and that is CM Punk versus Chris Jericho for the WWE Championship. Yeah, slow going at first, but again, it's one of these things where the guy that used to be treated like a joke when he was world champion is fighting the guy who is being treated like a joke. And the big issue I have with this entire show is this is the start of actually really the year prior with Del Rio. This was the start of the Rumble winner, meaning very little. Yeah. Um, Sheamus won the Rumble. He won a match in 18 seconds as the curtain opened. And curtain jerker, um, yeah. This is by far the more important of the two matches. Yep. Um, Jericho was the runner-up in the Rumble. Yes. Um, so when you start looking back at like when Taker won the Rumble and, he, and then he beat Edge, that was, I feel, the last Rumble that really mattered. Right. As you look forward to all of these other ones, they weren't, I mean, Cena and The Rock, everybody knew that was happening. That's a little yeah. different. But the other thing, too, is, though, is that, again, it, it, it de-emphasizes the title because, yeah, Rock versus Cena is your marquee match, yeah. but you got to end it with the championship. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And to put it that low on the show. And the thing is, I don't remember how they got to Punk and Jericho, but if Jericho is going to be in this spot of the card, he should have won the Rumble. Yeah. yeah. Sheamus could have found his way into the Brian match just like he Jericho did this one. Yeah. Um I think Jericho won a money in the bank to get to this point. Yeah. Um, yeah. not a money in the bank, I'm sorry, yeah. Elimination Chamber. Yeah. But again, it was the rumble doesn't look as important when there's two titles. Right, exactly. And that actually is gonna get nipped in the bud in a little bit. Yeah. So 
So moving on, WrestleMania 29, the MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey. This this is actually a very Midland WrestleMania. It's yes. A, it's a decent show. There's yeah. one bad match on this show. Yeah. And that is Mark Henry versus Ryback. But there's also only one good match on this show. Yeah, yeah. So, and I that's mean, the thing, like we discussed earlier, that good match is really probably only good because there's nothing great around it. Right, exactly. Um, and the thing is, like, this was the first one that I went to. Um, and outdoor stadium shows are strange to be in. Yeah. You can't really feed off the crowd. Um, you just have to feed off of the section that you're in. Because yeah. <laughs> you don't hear the chance of people next to you. It's, it's all right. Um, this was the the WrestleMania, the av- most average WrestleMania of this entire hall. Mm. Mm. Um, nothing was bad. But nothing was great. No, and that's an issue when it comes to WrestleMania, especially in a hotbed like New York. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mark Henry versus Ryback is just two big fat, you know, muscular slugs beating yeah. each other up. Again, this was the surprise outcome mm-hmm. um, because Ryback got the. I mean, he didn't win the match, but nobody remembers because he still gave him the he shell gave shot him, yeah. after, and then turned heel on Cena the next night. Is it just me or does Ryback look like Bald Bull from Mike Tyson? He does. <laughs> he does. He does. The Ryback. Yeah. So next up in Fair to Midland, we get The Shield versus Sheamus, Big Show and Randy Orton. Not a terrible match. Good but... opener. The Shield was exceptionally hot at this point with yeah. the smart crowd. Um, Sheamus, Big Show, Orton was the dream team. They were built up that way. If anybody's going to ever beat The Shield, it's these guys. And then they lost. So and then it was like The Shield was this indestructible force. That lost it, like the next week, exactly. I think. Yeah. So yeah. it worked good um, at that point because The Shield came into this as, you know, the breakout stars or the next breakout stars, and they left as legitimate stars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> team Hell No versus Dolph Ziggler and Biggie Langston. Uh, so that's Brian Kane, Daniel Brian Kane versus... Uh, Dolph and Big E for the Tag Team Championship. Decent match, but it was all Kane and Big yeah, E. Yeah, and Big yeah. E's the one of two WrestleMania debuts, so their first WWE main roster match was on this show. Uh-huh. Brian, you know, I like Team Hell No, it entertained me, and went on probably too long, and well, then the yeah. feud happened this after. Was ne- this was near the end of this was now, t- Because this was, everybody thought they were going to lose and then break up. Yeah. But again, it was Dolph and Big E, just Big E wasn't ready. No. Um, and then Dolph ended up winning the title the next night, and so Kane, it just Kane, didn't fit to be the time to drop Kane, it. Kane just kept uh, Brian out of the match for the most yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was disappointing that Brian wasn't involved. It was still entertaining because the crowd was big into the yes chant. Everybody loved seeing AJ live as uh, Dolph's manager at that point, and love mm-hmm. interest. Um, but, you know, it's just, it it's average, just like the rest of the show. Yeah. So next up, we've got Fandango versus Chris Jericho. Fandango mm-hmm. went over there. There's not a lot you can say about this no. match. It Jericho, was, again, is our debut. Jericho it? wanted to work Brian. Brian was in a tag team, so he gets the Dango. I'm a big fan Dango, Mark, for reasons that he entertains me that far more than he should. Um, but again, Fandango became a big star the next night that they never knew what to do with. Right. Um, that yeah. crowd took that chance to another level, and now the poor bastard doesn't even have his theme music, which is what was over. I was always I was confused him with Adam Rose too. Yeah. And that's yeah. the issue. Yeah. When's the bunny coming out? Yeah. He won with a really surprising finish, a quick roll up. Yeah. Um. You know that was the best part of the entire yeah. thing was it came out of left field. Because it's Jericho, he's willing to put anyone over. Yeah. Consummate professional. Alberto Del Rio versus Jack Swagger for the World Heavyweight Championship. The last time this belt is defended at WrestleMania for good reason. This match is not very good. They were wrestling for the right to job to Dolph the next night. Yep. Yeah. Um, Del Rio was a horrible babyface. I Great hate worker. ADR is um, a babyface. Swagger face. was awesome at this point strictly because he had Zeb Coulter, who was just hilarious on the mic week yeah, after week. Yeah. Um, I love my old South Wrestling, too. Yeah, so, so I mean, I love love uh, Uncle Zeb. Um, he was great in the entire build to this. Swagger, I remember, won um, Elimination Chamber to a complete surprise. The match wasn't bad, but there was no heat behind it none, at all. None. So next up, we got Triple H versus Brock Lesnar. Triple H went over here for no reason. Just to None. then get the blow off um, the next month. I mean, yeah. Brock still went 2-1 two, two and one against Triple H here, but Brock met his untimely demise with the chair, with the stairs. With the stairs, yeah. The stairs are the only thing that can beat Brock Lesnar. So right. I hope Reigns gets those things ready, <laughs> ready in a couple weeks. Oh, he will. Don't worry. And then finally, John Cena versus The Rock for the WWE Championship. You, there's not a whole lot you can say. It is a repeat of the exact same match they had before um, with a four... The, 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 the 
The conclusion was a it was a foregone conclusion. This was Dana was going over. Before. Yeah, this was better than the year before. Absolutely, Definitely I was bored by before. both of them. Yeah, and it's not because I'm yeah. a huge rock mark. It wasn't great, but I, I think I, it just it had a more satisfying conclusion for me. Uh, being in the crowd, this was obviously the match that had the most energy behind yeah. it. The four hour show is going to drain a crowd, but I mean. When we compare when I compare the energy of this versus what we're going to talk about as the next show, it's not even close. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, in the best column, there's one good match: Taker versus Punk. It, Punk it, started to die in this match. <laughs> yeah, it it wasn't the best Taker match, but I mean, compared, I'm amazed how much offense he got. Yeah, compared yeah. to all all the rest in, in all the other matches here, that's the yeah. best. Of the a best lot of match. people didn't like the build to this; thought it was disrespectful to, towards Paul Bearer. Yeah, but that's what he would have wanted. Yeah, right. So I don't have a problem with it. I thought Punk came off as such a dickhead during this yeah. entire oh, run that, but you don't have. There was nobody that the crowd wanted to see more this night than CM Punk. Right. Um, I mean, the twenty-one and one, or the twenty and one at this point, everybody was chanting one and twenty and one because Punk had said it. Yeah. Punk was a superhero to that crowd. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was a smart New York crowd. Everybody was bummed that he didn't win because when we look at who Taker eventually lost to, it should I said, have been. I said Mania's before that we had hoped, you know, maybe Orton had beat him if we look at the grand scheme of things. But then when we got that full. Michael's run, the full eight, Triple H run, Punk should have beat him. Yeah. Punk should have been the one that ended the streak. Then it you would have elevated still, yeah. Punk would still be with the company yeah. today. I mean, granted, won. the more we look at things with Brock, I mean, the story's not over yet, but we all know how the story's going to end. Yeah. yeah. So. so, finally, WrestleMania 30 at the Superdome in New Orleans. Bad matches. We've got the New Age Outlaws and Kane versus the Shield. The, the entire reason for this for this match was just so the Shield can break up. Yeah, it made the Shield look amazing um, and like real true badasses. It looked like they were gonna break up well before this, but they kept it going for a couple months after that. That led them into a very good feud with Evolution. Yeah. Um, that had two really good pay-per-view matches, and then the breakup just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, but that's how you would want them to break up, I guess. Um, where they've gone with that since, you know, is debatable. Mm. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the crowd was really hot for the Shield that night. Yeah. All right. The Every Diva in the Company versus AJ Lee Divas Championship match. Couple AJ cool, wins. Yeah, a couple cool spots in this with the Bellas, but Eason again, spots. missable. You know, AJ is AJ is great. Yeah. I love AJ. So like the unfortunate page. thing for AJ is that she's Mrs. Phil Brooks. Yep. Which is, ne- which is never well, he's getting enough. the While well, he's getting the beef sandwich, she's getting a yeah, hot dog. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, for Fair to Midland, we've got the Andre Rusimov Memorial Battle Royal, otherwise known as the Armbar. Um, here's why it's in Fair to Midland, because uh, Cesaro won. The ending was cool. It was yeah. crowded. There were a lot of decent little spots, but the blow-off to Cesaro. Yeah. Actually, this is Cesaro's um, debut in WrestleMania. WrestleMania. It's his yeah, WrestleMania yeah. debut. And the thing is, too, with, uh, you know, Fandango had a great pop in this. Yeah. We talked about it. I showed you at work there. Yeah. Um, the match was good because of the ending. Without that ending and the, and the superhero strength that Cesaro showed, yeah. then this would have been a gigantic piece of crap. Right. Yeah. They haven't done a battle royal in forever no, for a and reason. We'll, we'll see. I, I think this coming year... We're going to see it as a pre-show match once they time things out. Yeah. Because you don't really have star power in it. Yeah. But, um, you know, this it gets guys a payday, and I'm all for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, next up in Fair to Middle, we get John Cena versus Bray Wyatt. With John Cena going over completely clean. Bray needed to win this match. Bray had to win this Bray match. Bray was... The, the Wyatt family had to break up because of this ending. Right. <laughs> Bray never once got over John Cena. No, because he won... He ended up winning the next month at Extreme Rules because of a young child that creeped Cena out. It was a hologram child. Yeah. It was a young child. Um, it just didn't fit the match at all. Um, Cena, the match went way too long. Yeah. Um, it, they could have trimmed the fat off of this and given it the shield a little bit more time, maybe. Absolutely. Yeah. And the other issue with the two is just it was Cena just being Superman yeah. again. You know? It's just, it, you know, there was a lot of things that you can say about this mania. A lot of it is good, more good than bad. Yeah. But this was the truly most disappointing portion of the show. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, Brock Lesnar versus The Undertaker. Winner being Brock Lesnar. All right, first of all, yeah, the historical significance. Brock beats the streak. Yeah. 
I actually, when he fought, when the when the hand came down for the three of the three count, my eyes weren't on them; they were on the audience. Yeah. Boom! Everybody lost their shit. Mm-hmm. People's mouths were hanging wide open for five minutes <laughs> after that match was over. I was. I have a picture. Um, one of my friends <laughs> took a picture of me and my other friend at the in the in the crowd of the show, like literally as dumbfounded a look as you'll ever see yeah. on my face. Um, the being in that atmosphere was so unlike anything you've ever felt as a wrestling fan because it was like the proverbial gas just flew out of that door. Yep. It was like a door went and all the steam went. Um, I felt so bad for the Divas that had to follow this <sighs> because the crowd, I mean, that's what they're there for. The death spot is unfortunate and as sexist as they may sound. That's what they're there for to kind of calm the crowd yeah. down. But, I mean, from everything, from the three count coming down, to um, the crowd not hearing the theme music right away. The yep. announcers didn't know. Nobody knew what the hell was going on. It was the most surreal thing that you'll ever see in a wrestling ring. Mm-hmm. The you know, I the more I look back at it, I don't mind it because I'm a big Brock guy. And, yeah. And it did carry on to fit for the rest of the year. They, but the problem is they fought most of that match on their backs. But this was, yeah. in my opinion, this was Vince McMahon's way. Of making sure that nobody was talking about Daniel Bryan when yep. the show ended. Mm. I mean, people were, but if you looked at that crowd and everybody walked out, everybody was like, "What the hell happened?" With yeah. Undertaker? Yeah. Um, Daniel Bryan was not the guy that Vince wanted. Right. It was Dave Batista. He thought him and and uh, Randy Orton the, house the biggest down, yeah. match in wrestling history. <laughs> um, but it just didn't. In my, I'm of the conspiracy theory that that I think Vince did not want people talking about Daniel Bryan. Yeah, Daniel Bryan's the guy. I completely agree with you. And that's what led to this ultimate outcome. Yeah. The thing about this match for me though is not so much this match is that this upcoming WrestleMania uh, with uh, Bray Wyatt versus Undertaker. Yep. I have no idea who's going to win. It's going to be Taker. There's no way why it walks out to win. The only gonna Taker is because he's not gonna lose two in a you're row. You're gonna see Taker and Sting in Texas. Yeah, thirty-two, and that ends it. So that's why I mean. So that's why you look into this mania, and the two matches that you're probably hoping are mysterious endings really aren't. Yeah, and that's Sting, Triple H, and Taker and Bray. Um, because the all worlds are gonna collide when the two dark giants that never speak. Are gonna finally meet up in Texas, and that'll probably be the end. Yeah. Um. But what does it mean? Do we really even need to see Taker after this? No. 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 Um. I mean, and, and again, I'm 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 of the mind too. That should that that win should have gone to CM Punk the year before. Punk. You could have still used Taker if you're gonna use him after the streak. Absolutely. Not? Yeah. But still, it it, it take, Punk could have used the win. Well, Lesnar didn't need it. Punk beats Taker at 29. Punk is still with the company. Yeah. Yeah. I'm firmly behind that. Yeah. So, all right, we are running really short on time now. So we're gonna uh, continue now. We're gonna combine these two because they kind of go hand in they hand in the yeah. best matches. Daniel Bryan versus Triple H. The winner was Daniel Bryan. To get into Randy Orton versus Batista versus Daniel Bryan for the WWE Championship, it was it was a foregone conclusion. Um, Bryan was going to win. Yeah, Bryan Triple H was so good. Yes, Triple I H mean, didn't need to make him look like a star because Daniel Bryan at this on that night was the biggest star in the company. Yeah, yeah. This match again, I just said it. This match was so good. The more mm-hmm. I, every time I watch this match, it becomes better. Yeah. yeah. I think Triple H sells great. The the entire story is fantastic, from Stephanie freaking out at ringside to it being the opening match. I mean, the they won the crowd with this match. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. The first hour of the show, some people can say that the Hogan, you know, Hogan segment with Austin and Rock went too long. Yeah. I can agree to that to an extent, but it felt organic. That right. entire first hour was as organic a crowd response to things as you'll ever get. Yeah. And that was really the culmination of this. And when Brian ended up getting the win, it was like, we already had it. When he beat Triple H, it almost felt better to the fan. Right. Yeah. At the very well, end. And that's the other thing, too, is that I think that Triple H went into that match thinking, I'm going to make this guy a star. Yeah. And Randy Orton and David Chase went in thinking, I'm going to make this guy a star. The guy was a star walking yeah. into, exactly. that, in, into the arena. He left with the rocket up his ass. They, <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, though, Vince would kill to get Cena to get that response. Oh, yeah. It's not going to happen. You would kill, yeah, to get Roman Reigns. You know, yeah, oh, response. God, yeah. Well, so, I mean, I think Reigns has a better uh, chance of getting that response than Cena. Nope. The thing is with Reigns, when we talk about Reigns, 
Cena's earned his spot. He's Reigns in, has not earned his I spot. I feel at bad for Reigns. He's, working, He's working on it, but yeah, I feel very bad for Reigns because when you look at Reigns, it's not his fault that this backlash is happening. No, yeah. it's the poor writing. He's never looked good. They never booked him strong. Yeah. He just lost on Raw last yeah. week for Christ's sakes. Um, the but he guy, hasn't had a significant singles win. He hasn't been given the chance. The Brian one was, um, but again, it's like. We all knew how that was ending. Yeah. Brian wasn't getting involved in that title match right. at that point. Yeah. I still don't. Everybody thinks Brian's going to be in the ladder match. We don't know for sure. It hasn't no. been announced. So um, as we look at this year's Mania, Reigns, the the thing that we're going to benefit, Reigns is going to benefit the most from this entire thing following a year of Daniel Bryan is the fact, again, that it's outside. Yeah. yeah. So the boos, whatever happens, I mean, being they in the crowd in Philly this year and for the Rumble – was outrageous, but you're not going to hear it come off as bad on TV right. yeah. because it's outside. Yeah. Real quick, because we already talked about foregone conclusions for 31. Sting's going over. Taker's going over. Um, Reigns is going over. Right, right. What do you think? All right. What do you think about Rusev Cena? Real quick, we got to get Mike out of here. I think Cena's going to win. <laughs> I think Cena's going to um, win. Yeah. But I don't think the feud's going to be over. No, I don't I think, think so it's either. Gonna go one but more I, month. I do think having him, having um, Rusev tap out like a bitch. Yeah. On Monday night was a terrible yeah, booking yeah. idea. I think yeah. where you this past Monday's RAW was atrocious. Um, yeah. Just not good. I the think, review I read was why do we even care? Rusev, <laughs> the, uh, Rusev's at the point now that the loss isn't going to kill him, right? Because he's going to get back into a money feud, or it's going to yeah. continue a money feud. If he loses and the feud continues, he'll win next month, right? Yeah. If he wins, then if the thing is, if Rusev doesn't lose, doesn't um. Losing this match, you shouldn't lose until next year. Right. Mm. I know. I mean, my thought with him is he's going to be upper echelon mid card. I don't see him ever holding that world no. title. Oh hell no. He, no. he he's basically like a, kind of like an Andre the Giant type. Thing. Yeah. He's yeah he's Nikolai. What's going to be really yeah. interesting with Rusev is Lana just signed on for a new movie. Yeah. What's Rusev without her? Exactly. And that's that's and very hard to understand. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> I'm going to use my freedom of speech now. He said on Raw no, on Monday. Don't. Back in Soviet, former Soviet Union. <laughs> he said lines on, Raw wait on, on you. <laughs> if you had a spine, God would piss on it. Or he said something absurd. Oh God. And I mean, he makes me laugh. It's Why? for all the wrong reasons. Oh, man. Well, Mike, thank you so much for bringing your expertise yes, to this. You. This has oh, no been a really fun show. It's it's definitely been a lot more... Um... Yeah, because otherwise it would be just Annie talking about everything. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, so thank you so much. So, mm, next no show, because, God, we went long. We're gonna get. We're probably going to hit two, uh, two and a half hours. This is WrestleMania-sized. Oh, yeah. We're on steroids tonight. Um, so, our next show, we're going to be talking all about advertising and commercials, probably revisiting a few... Tropes we've talked about before. Um, I definitely have got some shit that I got to get out about that fucking uh, Geico camel. Geico camel? The Geico camel? Hump day? Oh, Hump is, is, day. That, is, that, is that Geico? That's Geico. Jeez, do they have any non animals? No. They even got a pig. <laughs> exactly. They had the oh. Yeah, they did. The so we're going to be talking all about that. So if you have anything you want to add to that conversation, you can get to us on our Facebook page, Geek Salad Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Geek Salad, or, uh, at Geek Salad Radio. Uh, you can also email us at geeksalad at yahoo.com. So, Mike, again, thank you so much yes, for joining thank us. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. And I'll be back next time you do wrestling. Which will be in three years. <laughs> <laughs> so, until next time, I'm Andy. I'm Mike. Go forth and be nerdful. We'll talk to you later. things I want to find out is where the hell are the WWE ice cream bars? <laughs> that guy wants ice cream.